The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. It's 2.05 on uh, Wednesday, hump day. Ah, oh, sorry, missed my cue. Good to see you back in the uh, big chair. Are uh, you feeling better? Yeah. Okay, come on. I'm feeling better. I yeah. just haven't been able to eat anything. Oh, that's fine. I have just some I, It's bro- fine some, for me. Some chicken broth. Mm. I can't. That's good, though. It's hot out. I mean, you're probably not in the mood to eat anyways, right? Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to work with you here a little bit. I just find when it's really hot, it's the best yeah. time to go on a yeah. diet if you were interested yeah. in such a thing. Except I know. for the cold beer part. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually really true. Yeah, uh, sorry about that yesterday. It came, on yeah, really, whatever. it came on really suddenly. I was kind of doing okay, and then 12.30 rolled around. and We have good bench uh, strength here. I throwing up. Here at the station, right, right in that. Oh, I don't need over to know. There. I don't need the specifics on it. And I came out, and Brad's like, "You okay?" I'm like, "I don't think so." And away you went. And he's like, "Go home." I'm like, uh, "Yeah." Uh, Brad and I so handled I, things. I slept We're for fine. 18 hours. Good for you. That probably felt uh, pretty darn good as well. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, yeah. back at it. Uh, I don't want to waste a second in thanking uh, our listeners or a listener or whomever. somebody. Whomever returned uh, Caleb's trike mm-hmm. uh, to the home at 1 a.m. yesterday. We don't know for a fact that we are in any way involved in that. Um, but if we were or if... Hey, some pressure from media. Yep. People talking about it. People keeping an eye out for it. If it helped, absolutely. Great. I mean, sometimes... Sometimes, as you know, you have to raise uh, money. Other times, you have to raise awareness. Mm-hmm. And I think awareness was what was needed here. So I think, you know, us and other stations did that, and the bike's home, and Caleb's happy. This is and good news. Yep. Nobody's really out any news. money, and nobody's waiting for Amazon to get it back in stock. So that's a good situation. I like the high-heeled Crocs. They're sold out. They're sold out. We talked about that yesterday. Upside-down jeans and uh, high-heeled Crocs. There's I, a look for you right there. Huh? I don't understand it. And do you know they have an option for the high-heeled Crocs to have socks in them? Were the high-heeled ones, yeah. too? I thought it yeah. was just the, the, no, no, the regular they, Crocs. No, they came out with a line. Oh and they're gosh. sold out as well. What? Did you just slide a pail closer to your no, chair? No, it was moved. Oh, I just moved okay. it away. I'm, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, no, I, I panicked there for a second. <laughs> What's about to happen? Have you ever worn Crocs? No. Have you ever thought about the possibility no. of wearing Crocs? No. I have Crocs just... and drugs. Neither of those will come into my house. <laughs> <laughs> I have thought recently about... I was going to say drugs, but no, Crocs. <laughs> Getting Crocs? Just to put her around in the garden with. Yeah, I mean, whatever. And that's it. Like, yeah. just to put her around the, the yard with. Apparently, they're very comfortable. That's what your old sneakers are for. I have, you know, I'm uh, mm. I'm pretty attached to my black and white checkered Vans. Yes. But I actually have three pair. Mm-hmm. And one of them's for cutting grass and that kind of thing. I. But then they get smelly. Not mine. Well, you don't have smelly feet. I have smelly I feet. I do not. They're fine. They're kept at the back door. They're available. Yeah. And, and, and oftentimes I'll wear them. Like I wore them fishing over the weekend as well. Those are my, I don't care what happens uh, to these sneakers. Mm-hmm. So it works for me. I actually have... The three pair of vans are, are two black and white checkered vans. Yes, one of pair and a of, pair of solid black ones. Exactly. Why Those do I are know my, that much about your shoes? It's weird. Those are my dress-up uh, sneakers. Because from you a wore distance, them to the wedding. I did, because from a distance, they look like dress shoes. <laughs> well, oh. they're not shiny, but they're... No, but it was an outdoor wedding. Yeah, I'm walking around in grass, right? They're actually right? perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah, they look nice on you. Excellent. I didn't get an opportunity to ask you how your uh, 
chicks with checks and a hundred uh, yeg thing went on Monday night because you were gone yesterday. Uh, it went really well. Um, $18,400 to Crystal Kids. Crystal Kids, fabulous. So it was Crystal Kids um, and uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters and the Compass, Compass Center for Sexual Health mm. that were the three groups that presented and Crystal Kids walked around, walked away with a big check from both groups. Wow, that's fabulous. Good for them. And your Klondike days... Uh, keynote went very well. Good. I was very happy with good. it. Good, good, good. I was more nervous about doing that than I was about any comedy show in the last 25 Why? years. Well, because it's not what you normally it's, do. It's not my normal thing. You have done plenty of them, but it's not what you normally do. Right. Like, it's, uh, I had done one, uh, the last one I did prior to this one was a couple of months ago, and it was very structured, and as a keynote is, you, mm-hmm. you, you know, but for this one, it was different, because this was not um, management that I was addressing, it was staff, Yeah. and almost all of them knew. So it's not like you're addressing a company that knows what their, you know, the employees know what their function is and can identify with what you're saying because I've never worked for K-Days, nor have they. Yeah. And now I'm going to tell you for half an hour how How you should should work for K-Days. you should be working for it. (laughs) Exactly. You know what, the keynotes are are interesting to put put together, Chadville. If anyone, you know, if you've been out there, you, you know, a lot of you probably have done this, whether giving some sort of presentation at work or have been asked to give a presentation uh, because of what you do. And I have been asked to do two coming up. Um, and I, I it's, it's just a lot of work. It it's is a, a lot. Ton it's of a work. ton of work. And I'm not sure if, if some people realize that, how, how much, much goes work into it? it goes into. So if you're thinking, oh, can you speak for a half an hour or an hour? Oh, no, that's too long. It's too long. But I have been asked to give hour-long presentations before, and it's like, no, that's too long. Like that is too long. Like half an hour. But uh, the work that goes into an, a half an hour presentation is... Uh, it's staggering. Well, you basically have to over-prepare because you don't yeah. know how it's going to go. And unlike radio, you can't throw it a commercial or... And you don't have someone yeah. else to fall off, you know. To, There's that, no you, partner you know, to yeah. take the weight off, right? So, I mean, that thing with Kato Kalen in Calgary, yeah. look, you know, how long did I... That had to be three weeks of yep. working yep. on that to make sure that I had enough to carry mm-hmm. it for an hour mm-hmm. and 15 minutes. People, you know, five minutes is a long time to somebody who doesn't publicly speak. An hour is a long time to somebody who does. Yeah. And when I see it on a sheet for comedy even, uh, you know, the, the customer would like an hour, I always think, oh, it better be a good crowd. Yeah. Because I mean, if it's not, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm burning an hour mm-hmm. of material in 40 minutes. Now what am I doing? Mm-hmm. And it's always interesting when you get the feedback too. And um, sometimes they do it, sometimes they don't. But they'll um, they'll have um, slips or whatever to say, hey, you know, what did you think of, mm-hmm. of this presentation? It's always interesting and and, and a, a good lesson when you get that back. I know a lot of people don't necessarily like to go back and um, either watch what they've done or listen to what they've done. And and I'm one of them. You know, for 28 years being in this business, I'm not a fan of of that. <laughs> um, I, f- I find it. Um, but to get those reviews and someone saying, oh, yeah, no, really connected or really connected it. Or I, I remember one person I had, it was one of those ones, you know, you always remember <laughs> the one that made you feel bad. Yeah, you know, some one one person said that they didn't connect with the keynote that I gave. And I was like, okay, you don't connect about, you know, trying to lose weight, having a death in the family, having this, you know, there's something that mm-hmm. there, what, what, I don't know what you were looking for then. <laughs> well, wow, just that always, really did resonate always, with you. You can't always, you know, please them all. No, I, I, here's a tip. I don't know if you can use it or listeners can, you know, and I'm not sure how appropriate it is for everybody, but my thing is, I always have the cell phone number of the individual that hired me, and because I have to text them Uh to say, like, I've arrived or whatever, Uh right? Uh, Maybe I shouldn't even 
this is sort of a cheat on my part. So as soon as it's over, yeah. uh, whether it's keynote or whatever comedy, I text the person and thank them for having Absolutely. me and say, I hope you're happy. Yeah. And then they text back typically and go, oh, it was great or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Now I save that text. So if in a week my agent phones <laughs> and says, you know, they weren't too happy yeah, they or weren't whatever. Happy. Then I say, well, let me show you the text that they sent seconds after I was off. Because often what happens is somebody like your one person who it didn't mm -hmm. resonate with, everybody's happy, and then at the next meeting or the one next person. day at work, <laughs> one person goes, yeah, I really didn't like that, yeah. and somebody else goes, oh yeah, I know what you mean. Like I did, and suddenly you've got like, well, they weren't happy. It's like, well, let's go back to that moment mm -hmm. in time though when you said that was the best thing you'd ever seen, or mm -hmm. you know, or that everybody laughed. That's the other thing too. People who complain, and it's fine to complain, but. People who complain that I didn't think this was very good, whether it be a keynote or a speech or whatever, but totally ignore the fact that the rest of the audience did. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's like, I thought that so-and-so yeah. completely failed. Yeah. And, they, you know, and was like, well, you do remember, though, the the standing ovation and the encore. Yeah. You remember that part of yeah. it, right? Like, So mm -hmm. maybe you're alone on that. That seemed to get personal. I didn't mean for it to, but I just, it bothers me when people... It, it honestly it bothers me when people complain unfairly because I'm a be mm -hmm. I'm a bigger critic of myself than you'll ever be but mm -hmm. I stick to the facts because mm -hmm. I was there mm -hmm. and I know the mistakes I mm -hmm. made and and the other person who's uh, who and, and bounce it off them you know, that's another good piece of advice your loved one your your husband your oh, wife uh, your mom or your dad I mean uh, coach I asked him the other day I said what's the best speech I ever gave and that you've been at and he's this one and I'm like okay because we're on the same page with that one mm -hmm. Um, but he said, but you spoke a little too fast during, you know, he, he, oh, that's talk, good. talk to them about it. Deliver it to people that you, you, you know, and you trust their opinion first, mm -hmm. you know, tr trust. Yeah. Well, trust us on that one. Objective, critical thinkers, yes. right? Whether it yes. be a spouse, someone who knows yeah. you well, or is comfortable enough Colleague to tell you. Even. Yeah. Exactly. Right. I mean, I often watch you yep. when you MC mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, say things afterward. Yeah. I, I think you're a great MC. I Thank think you, you do a wonderful job MCing. But you still observe things Absolutely. that could tweak Absolutely. this or that, right? And it's little things you don't, uh, you oftentimes don't notice that you're doing. There's habits that form, yeah. right? My dad was a great public speaker. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was wonderful, and and people would often ask him to give uh, speeches at weddings, that uh -huh. sort of thing, right? But he had this habit of putting his hand in a po his pocket, a nervous habit. And back in the days when there was more change in your pocket, it would jingle, jingle. He would rattle the change, yeah. right? And it just it's it's just one small aspect that takes away from mm -hmm. the audience's focus on mm -hmm. what you're saying because people are like, why is he doing that, right? Yeah, a crooked tie can do the a same crooked thing. Crooked tie, and you know what else? A pen. Definitely. A pen. That you're speaking to me now about a year ago. Do you remember that? You one day on commercial went, put the pen down. Yeah. yeah. People with their rings or their jewelry mm -hmm. or if they're sitting in a chair, if it's going back and forth. There's all sorts of little things. So it's always great to get a yeah. an eye from the outside to look in at. And again, and this could be for your kids too for, sure. for their first speeches when you had to do public speaking in, in school. Remember how we all hated, uh, they were so nervous and, and all of that. But that just kind of helps build up some confidence and... and uh, yeah. I mean, I... It's funny where conversations go. Yesterday, we got going on sports memorabilia mm. accidentally mm. and took up the better part of an hour. But mm. while we're on this, mm -hmm. here's a real tip for you if you have to speak anywhere. And I'm no expert, but I've been speaking a lot of, into a lot of microphones. If I go, I always go to the venue as early as possible. I prefer to get there before the crowd's in. And whether it be a theater, a banquet uh, hall, uh, just a meeting room, I don't care. Um, once the sound check is done... 
and which also, by the way, is a great idea because then you'll learn how far from the microphone you need to be to, to be perfect. Um, I go sit in as many chairs as possible. Mm. So in a theater, I'll go up into the balcony and sit in the See. last row. I'll come downstairs and sit in the back. I'll move all over the place because once it starts and the mm-hmm. lights are on you, it's really hard to see the room. But now having sat everywhere, you know where to make eye contact. And eye contact is so important to public speaking. People, I, I know they know that there's 600 people here, so there's no way he's talking to me. But if you never look in the direction of one part of the room, people lose focus. And it's really easy to not do that when the lights come up and you can't you see can't anybody. See. Right. You still have to pick your head up and mm-hmm. look like you're talking to an exactly. entire like if you're at the wind spear on stage you That's have to talk That's a great example. You have to, to look the back, up, up to the back, up both sides, yep. all the way to the very There's back. There's those uh, private booths yes, to the sides. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um just yeah, um I know there's like Toastmasters and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff, and I, I've never taken a Toastmasters no, nor have I. course, but I know some of our listeners, I think Sarah B., one of our, our, our good listeners out in Chedville, she's talked about it oftentimes and that it's really helped her. And, you know, if you have sure. to do it and you're uncomfortable doing it, um, you know, programs like that are, are great yeah. ways to learn or find someone who um, is willing to sit down. Put a, video, put a video camera on you and do it. That's right. You'd be amazed Here's to see what you'll see. You. Uh, never use the uh, microphone as a pointing device <laughs> and never wear a hat because lights will cast a shadow Absolutely. across your face and facial yeah. expressions are very important to the message. <laughs> right. People do, you've seen it at weddings, Absolutely. right? They'll point to the bride, well, you know, I want to say this. Yeah. Fabulous. <laughs> oh, one more. Yeah. Especially because it's wedding season and you just tipped off about weddings. Write your speech out. And Don't get up there and freewheel it. it. Yes. Don't just get up there and say, "Oh, I'm going to I'm just going to I'm just going to wing it." No, don't. Write it, rehearse it, time it, rehearse it, time it, edit, <laughs> rehearse it, time it, edit, rehearse it, edit, do it edit. and then edit. Because there's nothing worse. It goes on and on. You have Uncle Ivan oh, who goes who thinks, on yeah. and on and thinks he's... Gets halfway through a story and forgets how it ends and then transitions uh, yeah. into his golf game and yeah. All right. Okay, there you go. There's your um, your public speaking course. No charge. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Uh, we've got lots uh, coming up. We've got some interesting stories and we've got another uh, airlines behaving... Mm. Semi-badly. But I've also got one that I I sent to you this morning. I really like this one because it got me mad about people behaving badly about airlines. Got me mad, too, because I've gone through exactly what they've done. All right. Would... uh, this would probably be a good time to mention this as well. Of course, it's been on our news about um, a cabinet shuffle. And yeah. so what you want to keep an eye on uh, are a couple of things. And I don't mean to, you know, well, perhaps I do mean to let you peek behind the curtain. So f- there's two reasons to shuffle a cabinet. Mm-hmm. Um, at an election. At election. And oftentimes what will happen is um, you'll take somebody who had a narrow margin of victory Mm -hmm. in their riding and give them a cabinet position. Higher profile. Yeah, because then um, constituents will want... It'll make a difference. If you 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 have the minister of whatever uh, running against somebody, it's like, oh, it'd be nice to have a minister representing our riding. So sometimes it's because you have somebody who's potentially, I'll just say it, weak. 
so you give them yeah. a cabinet position. Other times it's because issues that are going to come up and be debated, you want to have the best person at the helm to be able to debate those items. And I suspect these, without going through all the cabinet shuffles, because really, I'm not sure how many people care, um, but it is interesting to see Jim Carr, so he's formerly uh, Natural Resources mm -hmm. Minister. He becomes the Minister of International Trade Diversification. Now, he is a strong uh, MP, um, but natural resources is a problem area for uh, the Liberals when it comes to the West because of the Keystone Pipeline. So who fills his spot? Amarjeet Sohi, who's massively popular for, at least in Edmonton for sure, for the work mm -hmm. he's done as infrastructure minister, and he becomes minister of natural resources. That's, as you've been hearing different politicians, local politicians say on our news, they're all very happy about that. And I think we as Edmontonians should be as well, in the short term, for sure. Uh -huh. In the long term, who's to say? You we know, don't know what's going to happen. Shifting relations with the U.S. as well, prompting some of these these yep. uh, moves uh, too. So, yeah, you watch as this, you know, things will be tweaked and moved and, you know, mm -hmm. tightened up as we count down to... Two, two elections, That's really. That's right. I mean, think about uh, coaching a team. Pick your sport. Uh -huh. It really doesn't matter. And this is no, uh, this is not specific to the Liberals. It's true of any, um, you know, provincial or federal political party. Um, you have some star players and some not-so-star well, players. Bill Blair becoming the Minister for of uh, Border Security and Organized Crime Reduction. That's a big one for mm -hmm. our Toronto Police Chief. Yeah, that's a great one. A very appropriate. Now, the new... And took on the Ford brothers quite that's a right. bit way back when. Yeah, and probably will again. Um, the other one, I, or the other thing I just wanted to mention is the minister who takes over now from Amarjeet Sohi with that file with the infrastructure is from Quebec. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure that that's significant in of itself, but it, you know, Amarjeet Sohi becomes the infrastructure minister and suddenly we get a whole bunch of projects approved in Edmonton. <laughs> <laughs> so he's approved a lot of the things that we wanted and now he's moved on to natural resources, mm -hmm. so that's great. But I suspect what you'll see in the next year and a half before the next election is suddenly Quebec's going to get a whole lot of bridges, but we'll see <laughs> if that's true. It's all just politics. A whole lot of bridges. <laughs> Uh, just before uh, we head to the 2.30 news, a heads up, uh, despite the weather being forecast for Friday, the K-Days Parade mm -hmm. will go on uh, on Friday. It goes down uh, Jasper Avenue, 100 K-Day Parade entries, floats, balloons, performers, animals, antique cars, free giveaways. Uh, just so you know, the K-Days Parade starts at 10 a.m. on Jasper Avenue and 108th Street. It travels east down Jasper Avenue, turns north on 101 Street and uh, ends at 101 and 103rd Avenue. So they're saying to get there early to grab a good spot, watch the pre-parade spectacular, which starts at 9 a.m. I'm not sure what the pre-parade spectacular includes. It sounds spectacular. But it'll be fun. So there's going to be um, a, a lot of construction projects, as you know, underway in downtown Edmonton right now, and uh, uh, road and sidewalk closures included. There's going to be... Um, parking challenges, there's going to be travel challenges, there's going to be road closures, that sort of stuff. So um, from 8.30 till 2 p.m. again, uh, street parking not permitted in the affected areas, uh, vehicle, vehicle tag and tow operations will be in effect. So keep that in mind. Full stories up right now at uh, the 6.30 Ched Facebook page, and you can watch it live on Global Edmonton uh, on their webpage. I believe on our uh, Facebook page yeah. as well. I get to be in the parade this year. I hear. <laughs> in a car. 
Yes. If you're sick, am I the filling guy? <laughs> Let me know. I get to be the admiral of the Sourdough River race <laughs> this year. That is a great credit. I would use that as I my know, first credit moving forward. I know. right up there forward. with Garlic Queen. <laughs> Garlic right? Queen. Garlic Queen and the admiral of the Sourdough River Two more, two more appointments, and you've got a five-course meal. I know. 59th year for the river race. 59 That's years fabulous. has been going on. And you're to the Williger, admiral. To Williger Park. The sourdough admiral. <laughs> on uh, on Sunday morning, uh, there's a pancake breakfast at 9 o'clock at Williger. We'll be collecting uh, non-perishable food items as well. Um, <laughs> that is, I'm sorry for that. That is such a great honor. I have, I have this amazing hat and a blazer with all this naval stuff on it. <laughs> like big... Gold braids and stuff. I don't want to steal your thunder, but I've been named the pizza sergeant. So. Oh, I know that. <laughs> I know that you are definitely the pizza sergeant. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.